Hey you, this is episode 253 and today we're chatting about supplements. Everything I look for in supplements, what supplements I'm taking, what I recommend for others, where to find it in real food, and so much more. <laughs> okay, back in I think it was 2016-ish, 2017, I made a video about how many supplements I was taking and at the time I was seeing an orthomolecular doctor whom I now do not trust at all. And oh my gosh, what an event that all was. But he had me on like 80 different supplements. And I remember making this YouTube video like, and this is this supplement for this. And this is this supplement for this. And I got to like the 30th supplement. And I was like, guys, I don't even know what the supplement is for. I think I have a supplement problem. <laughs> and that was really the beginning of my resistance against constantly relying on all these crazy supplements to do these crazy things for my body. Now, when we are very, and my new doctor, whom I really trust, who's amazing, says like you're in the past, I was part of the walking sick. And the walking sick is interesting because like from everyone's eyes and even from some of your blood panels, if you don't have a great doctor and, you know, from your friends and family, they say like, yeah, they're relatively healthy. But if you go to a good doctor that understands levels and what to look for, you know, you might have mild inflammation and then your thyroid is a little bit off and your minerals are low and this creates this unhealthy feeling like you're waking up every day in pain or you have a headache every day or sugar cravings every day or pain in the afternoon or you're very sleepy in the afternoon da, 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 da. now this isn't sickness you're not dying of a disease but you're also not feeling well and the problem with our health care I can't remember where I heard this, but I really loved it. It's like the 80-20 rule. Of all of my health issues, 80% of them, I want to be able to feel empowered enough that I can figure it out myself and that I can use holistic practices, essential oils, energy healing, chiropractic, you know, vitamins, minerals, those sorts of things, like things that I have control over, massage, going outside, going swimming, you know, changing up my eating style a little bit, all these things that we have power over. And then 20% is, oh my God, I just cut my finger off. I need to go to ER. Like, of course, no amount of essential oil is going to tape a finger back together. So we need to understand the, the healthcare system that we have is great. If you have a heart attack, a billion percent, you want to be in a hospital. Okay. If you have a flu, do you want to be in a hospital? What are the options that you can use to help benefit your immune system? And these are the questions we need to ask. Now, when I was trusting a doctor to provide all the answers for me, I wasn't asking questions. And that got me into a place where I was spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on supplements as a nutritionist, not fully knowing why the heck I was taking it. Now, in my certain uh, experience, I learned that he was recommending all of these supplements to everyone, no matter what symptoms they displayed or what they had going on. And anytime he meet anyone that used XYZ product or did this one thing, he would tell them to do this other thing. And like, it was all very cookie cutter and not very good. So that's another thing is like, now when I go to 
a doctor's office, I'm very mindful of what supplements other people are asking to purchase or what protocols they're, you know, I guess, yeah, I'm eavesdropping. I don't know. Is it illegal? Probably not. It's in a space. People are around. I'm sitting waiting for the doctor and I'm overhearing, you know, people talking about blah, 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 whatever. And when I go into that doctor's office, if they're saying the exact same thing to me, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm paying some money for all this stuff. And like, I feel like it should be very, very, very tailored to me and my needs. And everyone is very, very different. And so my supplement recommendations today might look a little bit different for you. And you might need more of one and less of the other or none of it at all. So it's really important when you're listening to anything like this to any outlines or supplements or any eat like I think I've said this a million times and I'll say it again I don't know what's best for your body okay very 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 few people actually know what's best for your body only you know what's best for your body so it's really really important that you take all this information with a grain of salt, just like, okay, put it in your toolbox. How can I apply this? A couple episodes ago, we were talking about IV pushes. That was actually an episode 251. And I was talking about how I personally choose to get vitamin IV and mineral IV pushes. Now, when I was of the quote unquote walking sick, I was getting those IV pushes every week. Now, I mean, ideally, I'd like to get them once a month. It usually ends up being every three to six months. And I'm usually pretty good with that. I just went a period of six months between my last one. That was a bit too long. But I think I could get away with three months really easily. So to go from weekly to like three months, that's a big step. So know that as you become more balanced, it's okay to drop things that are no longer serving you. And you shouldn't expect to be on these protocols forever and ever and ever. Now I'm going to be reading some tools and tips, even though I've been chatting your ear off for the last six months or six months. Oh my goodness. Six minutes. Ah, it's been a long day. (laughs) The last six minutes about supplements and my experience with them. I'm going to be reading from my book, The Keto Beginning. If you don't have a copy, you can grab your copy by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin. This is a digital program. If you're more of a paperback type of person, I've written three of those. Two of them have a ton of recipes. The other one is just straight up knowledge from my brain and from a bunch of studies I read. You can go to ketodietbook.com to check out those books. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can also catch up on previous podcast episodes and grab the notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. When you're on that page just scroll down until you see episode 253 and that's where you'll find the notes from today's show okay let's do this thing Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working as a little thank you for being here today. Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Okay, so... When you're first starting keto, you're probably going to want a couple of different 
supplements. Now, to help you through this transition, you're going to look for things like mineral water drops or electrolyte powders. Um, what also works in place of that, so you're not spending a bazillion dollars, is Himalayan rock salt or just sea salt. Now, with sea salt, you can add it to your food. I don't recommend adding it to your water. It'll be like drinking the ocean. And I don't know about you, but anytime I take in a guzzle of ocean water, I feel like I want to die. <laughs> You also want to probably look for magnesium powder. I try to look for the one that doesn't contain sugar and is the lowest net carbs and or overall carbs of all the options. The first week is definitely the hardest where you really, really want to hunker down with those three or four things. The production of ketones changes the way that your kidneys function. And this being the case, you may find that supplementing with electrolytes will be your saving grace as it was mine. Oh my gosh, for weeks I did not... Oh, I didn't supplement with electrolytes. I was new. Nobody was talking about it. It was very confusing. Now, supplements for daily use to support your overall ketone production and also just overall health are going to be things like MCT oil. Fish oil is another great one. And uh, dairy-free probiotic. Now, I... Of all supplements, like rewind back to that YouTube video I did years ago where I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm on too many supplements. The one supplement that I've continued to take every day is a dairy-free probiotic. Now you might be asking why dairy-free. It's only because I'm pretty sensitive to dairy. I had some dairy today and pesto and I already feel like hot garbage and it was literally a tablespoon. So for me, it's very important to choose dairy-free. Now I like to rotate my probiotics and recommend that others rotate them as well. I really love soil-based probiotics. They're pretty hard to find and they're pretty expensive. So when I do find them, I load up. Um, Wolf Clinic, I believe, still makes a really good soil-based probiotic. Now Wolf is W-O-L-F-E. I also really like... Uh, Renew Life probiotics. You can get them both in Canada and the U.S., though they do look a little bit different. They have all sorts of kinds. And if you struggle from yeast infections, as I did, around the time I was running, I think because all the fabrics that I was wearing um, and the sweat that I was creating which just wasn't conducive of like a non-yeast environment, I lived off Renew Life women's health probiotic. And that was like a game changer for me and my experience with yeast infections. They have a bunch of different lines of Renew Life probiotics, depending on what your health concern is. And I love that they've done that because there are so many different strains and so many different strains that provide different support depending on what you need. So say there's a time in your life where you're experiencing some yeast infections and you can go for, for that. And then there's, um, all sorts of things. I don't pretend to know all about the Renew Life brand, but I really, really do enjoy their line. Another one I really like, especially for traveling because they don't need to be refrigerated, is Dr. O'Hara probiotics. You probably heard me talk about them on the show uh, probably at least a handful of times. I've listed all my favorite probiotics and options over on my website. If you go to healthfulpursuit.com slash favorites, you'll find it. Or if you just go up to um, healthfulpursuit.com and then at the top, it's going to say savings. If you click on that, I put together all my favorite supplements. There's a supplement tab and you can check it all out. Some of them have discount codes, others don't. But the probiotic is really the only one that I take without fail, no matter where I am. There are days where I forget it and then I don't have a good bowel movement and I'm like, shoot, I forgot my probiotic this morning, didn't I? And sure enough, I had. So it's something to keep in mind of like, 
most of us, I would say like 97% of us either listening to the show or creating the show or interested in health, most of people on the planet, especially in North America, are going to have an imbalance in their gut microbiome. If you've ever been on an antibiotic before, it can take upwards of two, sometimes even three years to reset your microbiome after you take that antibiotic. And oh my gosh, I've probably been on antibiotics. I don't know six or eight times. And I would say that's probably a a very low number compared to other people. So if you've been on antibiotics, it's very important to repopulate your gut microbiome. And how we do that is through probiotics. And there are a bunch of different brands out there, but Renew Life, Dr. O'Hara and Wolf Clinic are my personal favorite. You know what I love more than anything in the entire world is helping people. And when I meet a complete stranger and they're telling me about symptoms that they're having or symptoms that their dog is having or their loved one, oftentimes the first thing that comes into my head is, you should try CBD oil. And I'm in fact sitting in my car right now. I just drove an hour and a half to a friend's place to drop off a bottle of Eaton Hemp CBD oil. Their dog's having a really difficult time with an inflammatory condition. Nobody knows what it is. And I just thought, again, you need to try CBD oil. Now, CBD oil has massively reduced my symptoms of anxiety, but CBD oil does so much more including inflammation reduction, improving digestive function, improving sleep quality, reduces acne. But here's what you have to know before you grab a random bottle and start supplementing. Research, research, research your options thoroughly. Look for a CBD oil that uses hemp seed oil as the carrier oil. Now, the hemp seed oil means that the plant has been kept in its purest whole plant form, allowing for the terpenes and cannabinoids to work together in unison in your body to give you the powerful entourage effect that everyone is always raving about when it comes to CBD. Among high-quality CBD options, Eaton Hemp's unfiltered full-spectrum CBD oil is an all-organic choice. Again, all organic choice. They're one of the first unfiltered CBD products to be USDA certified organic. This guarantees what you see is what you get. No toxins, no pesticides, no label trickery. Eaton Hemp uses hemp seed oil as a carrier for CBD, giving you the full entourage effect, maximum absorption, potency, effectiveness, terpenes, cannabinoids, aka results, which is all good things. If you're like supplementing, how do I even do this? Now, I personally take a dropper full a day with my dogs up until both our dogs passed away. Lexi was supplementing with 15 milligrams. She's a 60 pound dog and Pebbles, who is a 10 pound dog, did a dropper to a day. Now with our dog Coconut, who's developed a little bit of inflammation, I've started giving her 10 milligrams a day and she's an 80 pound dog. I personally couldn't even imagine my life without CBD. It extended Lexi's life by three years, giving us so much more time to spend together when vets said it wasn't even possible. I cannot tell you how powerful a supplement this has been for me and my family. Now, I chatted with my friends over at Eaton Hemp and they put together a sweet deal for you. If you go to eatonhempcbd.com slash keto diet, again, that's Eaton, E-A-T-O-N, hemp, cbd.com slash keto diet and use a coupon code keto diet. You're going to get 20% off all Eaton hemp CBD products. That includes the salves and all the crazy things you can get into when it comes to CBD. That's 20% off with the code keto diet at eatonhempcbd.com slash keto diet.
Now, then there's things, you know, like fish oil. I don't personally take a fish oil anymore because um, I live out on the ocean and I eat so much fish. It's incredible. And I just, uh, I think if I were to choose a fish oil for myself and I do have some in the house, it's krill oil. Now, fish oil is a really, really uh, effective way to increase dietary fat in a convenient dairy-free form. On days where I've loaded up on omega-3 rich foods like flaxseed, chia seed, or any any fish that I'm eating, I don't really eat or I don't take my omega and I've kind of got out of habit because I eat so much omega-3 at this point. However, you need to be aware that not all fish supplement or fish oil supplements rather have the cleanest profile. If you're spending money on high quality fish oil isn't high on your priority list, you might want to stick to more like chia seeds or plant-based omegas instead. Um, There's actually a product called Parent Omegas and it's a plant-based omega-3 supplement. Um, It's not going to be as powerful as an animal-based omega-3 supplement, but definitely something to go to. And I think over the last couple of years, we've definitely woken up to the fact that krill oil is definitely the most powerful, I feel like. So if I were to go back to supplementing with any kind of fish oil, I feel like it would be uh, krill oil more than anything especially if you have any sort of immunity deficiency or any sort of inflammation. I found krill oil to be really powerful for that. Now we get into just like supplements for overall wellness, okay? Um, And that would include probably collagen or gelatin in some form and some sort of greens. Now this is where the lines get a little bit iffy because ideally I would recommend and totally say without 100% doubt that my intention for my health is that I'm always supplementing with bone broth instead of adding collagen to things only because collagen's great and all but like I'd rather get it from the whole food source and if I can make a batch of bone broth I mean all the better but again if you've been listening to the show for more than a couple months you know that I detest making my own bone broth. I hate the smell of it. I hate the process. With our very, very, very small kitchen, when I put out my Instapot to make my bone broth, I don't have any more counter space. And because we make our own power, because we live on a boat, it takes like two hours to make and I just don't have the power. So it's just impractical. So for bone broth, I recommend either Bonafide or Kettle and Fire. I lean more toward Bonafide only because I find it more gelatinous and the taste I personally find is a little bit better. Kettle and Fire recently changed a lot of their recipes and started including tomato paste or tomato powder, I feel like, in some of them. So a lot of them have a little bit of nightshades, which I react to, so I don't get to eat it that much. Um, They are a little bit more inexpensive, the Kettle and Fire. However, with the Bonafide, you have anywhere of, I think it's three to four servings, if I'm correct, in their bags. And I like that they're frozen and I can just defrost it and add it to a bunch of things, including soups, stews, and smoothies. So I go for more of the whole food base. Now, if I'm making a smoothie, a billion percent, I'm going to add collagen in there. If I'm making any sort of recipe and I need it to be a little bit gelatinous, like any sort of tarts or things, I'm totally adding gelatin in there only as a boost but I try not to make it my number one like oop I supplement with collagen just add collagen to this add collagen to this add collagen to this I really try to use the whole food base and I really feel like bone broth is that thing now if you're vegan you are not going to get glycine from anywhere else other than bone broth and you have to make that decision for yourself 
as a vegan, I remember for eight years, I had a lot of friends who were vegan and we defined a lot of rules within our vegan community. And I became very integrated into the community with not really understanding what I was doing for my body, for the environment, to my body, to the environment by choosing um, the things that I was choosing. And I'm only speaking from my personal experience. If you're vegan, I'm not cutting you at all. You get to decide what's right for your body, what's right for you. That's totally up to you. But personally, if I were to ever be vegan again, I would still 100% drink bone broth because glycine is so important for so many things. And you're not going to get this nutrient from anywhere else other than bone broth. Now, some vegans will argue with me on this. It's totally up to you. If you if you don't want the glycine, if there are certain things that you think that are fine, you're fine without, then go be, do. Or you're prioritizing the health of our planet or the health of the, I, I want to say like perceived health, health of your body, then you got to do that 100%. And I think we all have to go through those ebbs and flows to understand what responds best for our body. But if there's an eating style, and I've talked about this with keto before, if there's an eating style, just like keto and vegan, like because they're quote unquote, pretty restrictive, that cuts out an entire food group and an entire thing, I just, I can't totally get behind it. And with vegan, you know, we're cutting out an entire food group of animal proteins. Okay, and with keto, Hardcore keto, we're basically cutting out all carbohydrates. And that's why I've always said there's going to be ebbs and flows with your keto. There's going to be times where you're eating way more carbs than normal. And that's okay. Unless your doctor has said you need to be on a ketogenic diet and this is how many, this is what you need to eat. This is how little uh, carbohydrates you need to eat. Then I would follow their recommendation. But if you're just wanting overall health and wellness, I think blurring the lines a little bit and making up your own rules can benefit you more than following the rules of somebody else. Now, Greens powder is another one that I generally recommend as a uh, overall wellness product. Now, I personally supplement with the Paleo Valley greens because they don't have any of the um, cereal grasses that I react to as being celiac. Um, however, any greens powder will do. Now, I supplement with greens powder only because when we're cruising and sailing and there are times where we aren't on land, oh, we can sit on the boat or not be near a grocery store for one, two, wish I think the longest we've gone is two and a half months so you can imagine that there's no fresh food in my fridge after about month one or about week five so I switch over to greens powder only to allow my body to like have some sort of greens now if we're close to a grocery store and finances figure themselves out then I'm gonna buy a bunch of spinach and kale and salad greens and oh my gosh load up the fridge full of fresh food but sometimes that's not an option so greens powder is a really 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 good place to go now with the supplements that I'm supplementing with now we talked about probiotics I also take a multi-mineral only because I'm making my own water through reverse osmosis water and therefore it has um, no minerals. So I take a multi-mineral as does Kevin just to remineralize ourselves because we don't want to be drinking all that water without any mineral. Kevin takes an oil of oregano that I personally make. I have the doTERRA veg capsules 
And if you aren't familiar with doTERRA and you'd like some, some support on that, you can email me uh, healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and I can respond with any questions you have about essential oils. But so I add the uh, doTERRA oregano oil, just one drop to a veg capsule and Kevin takes that daily um, and has for quite some time due to some health imbalances that he has. And that's just about it. I personally don't take a multivitamin because I feel like I don't need it at this point because I do get IV pushes and I make shakes and I have the greens powders and it's just not something that I feel like I personally need. However, for the most people, I would say that it's usually good to find some sort of multivitamin, but I will let you decide on that. And I also take primrose oil as I work to continue to support my hormones. Today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Thrive Market. I've been using Thrive Market since about 2017. I was so thrilled the first time I ordered my box. And still to this day, any time that I have a mailing address that I'm able to send product to, you bet I'm going to fill up my pantry and keeping it well stocked with Thrive Market goodies. If you're new to Thrive Market, basically think of it as an online site that allows you to order all of your favorite goodies, everything you'd find on Amazon, many things you'd find at Costco with Costco-like prices. In fact, I've personally never been able to find a product on Thrive Market that was more expensive than Amazon. Yep, you got it right. It's cheaper than Amazon prices and you get discounts on your favorite things. Some of my favorite goodies on Thrive Market, I always order Wonder Noodles, Coconut Flakes. It's one of my favorite cereals that's keto and just made from coconut and coconut water. They have amazing cured olives, sprouted nuts and seeds, organic spices, coconut flour, collagen, the list goes on and on and on. And I have a special offer for those new to Thrive Market. You can go to thrivemarket.com slash keto and get 25% off your first order. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash keto to get 25% off your first order. So you are not going to be paying much to stock up your keto pantry. Enjoy. Now, supplements, I guess we could also talk a little bit about bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, um, as that has played such a huge role in my ability to show up better for myself. You know, we were talking about the walking sick at the beginning of the show, and that's so, so true. You know, like so many women nowadays, we think that hot flashes and mood swings are normal, and that's just the way it is, and that's how it's like to be a woman, but that's not the case at all. We shouldn't be experiencing this and being told like it's normal is just not it's it's our new normal, but it's it doesn't have to be. So for myself personally, when I was overcoming amenorrhea, while I still had an eating disorder, I was supplementing with a bunch more hormones than I am now. I was taking DHEA at five milligrams. Uh, currently, I am not taking that. It's been a couple of years. I switched from an oral DHEA five milligrams over to a cream base. Uh, it gave me horrible acne and I had crazy mood swings. I had a lot of experience with anger on that supplement, so I stopped it only because the DHEA was turning into testosterone in my body and causing all those symptoms. I've also taken pregnenolone um, when I had some adrenal dysfunction. 
stuff happening. That was another bioidentical that I don't currently take anymore. And then also uh, bioidentical thyroid. Now I have mine made, but I'm currently switching over to another type as I can't have the stuff made uh, since all the stuff that's happened with um, the pandemic and things. I can't get a hold of my medication. I'm currently switching to another and it sucks so bad and I'm really unhappy with it. So it'll be fun to see how this all plays out. But I used to take, I think it was 180 milligrams of desiccated thyroid a day. I'm now down to 60 milligrams and I find that's like a pretty good dose for me. Um, but now with this change, I used to take it sublingually and now I can't find anyone. If you know of a pharmacy <laughs> that makes sublingual thyroid, you can just hit me up. I can't find one anywhere and it's the only way my body responds to it. So this is what I mean. Like you don't know until you try stuff and then you're like, nope, that doesn't work. This feels off. And it's really, it really comes down to just having a very good embodiment practice. Okay. Nobody is going to know your body or care about your body as much as you will. And this is your full time, your job, your number one job on this planet is to take care of your body. You may disagree with me and see how that works out. I disagreed with that statement for a really long time and I nearly died twice because I wasn't I wasn't respecting my body. I wasn't taking it seriously. And I've paid for that for many, many, many years following of just like not listening. So now every morning I spend time getting into my body. I spend time feeling out myself and just understanding how do I feel today? You know, do I have any pain? Do I have any tingles? And I go through the whole body and just experience it in this moment to see what I need to do and how I check in. And then I just check in throughout the day constantly. And it just becomes this effortless thing that now I just know and it, it's really it takes no time out of my day so that's how I say you know my doctor gives me the supplement after three days I know it's not right for me I call him up and say yo this thyroid is not working and so we we shift and bend and flex the last um, bioidentical that I've continued to take that I think is a godsend and every woman needs to be on it is progesterone now this is bioidentical progesterone I test my hormones every six months uh, previous to that, it was every month. Then I went to three months. Now I'm at six months. So I just do a check in every six months and make sure things are good. Uh, my progesterone's been a little bit lower than we'd like it to be. So I've increased my dosage to 300. Is that milligrams? I feel like it is. 300 milligrams uh, cycle days, 12 to 25. I also take a little bit of progesterone cream on my neck because progesterone makes your skin all nice. And I am in my mid-30s. And hey, if I can put progesterone on my neck and make it I don't know, look and feel better for as long as it wants to. That's great. And, you know, the scary thing is that many of these bioidenticals are available. You can go on Amazon and you can order it all without getting a blood test. I highly, highly recommend you do not do that. Hormones are super, super powerful. It's really important that you test yourself. Now, you can test yourself. You don't even need to work with a doctor if you're super resistant against it. I mean, I always advocate for finding amazing healthcare workers that are in your corner ready to support you. I chatted about that also in episode 251 if you want to check that out. 
how to find a healthcare supporter and all the things. But if you want to test yourself, there's a service called Everly Well. Unfortunately, it's only available in the U.S. because other countries have rules that don't allow people to test their own stuff and all the things and send samples and stuff over the mail. So um, if you're interested in Everly Well, if you're in the U.S., um, I think it's available in all states, but I could be wrong. I'm not paid to say this. I just really like them. You can go to uh, healthfulpursuit.com slash well, use a code keto, get 15% off your order. Um, lots of cool tests in there. So you can really start to understand food sensitivities, omega levels. If you need more omega-3, if you're too high in six, if you need nine, um, all the way down to what your hormones are doing, how to supplement with them and how to bring them back to normal levels. So I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. Next up on the podcast, uh, episode 254, Ellie Miller and I are talking about the seven solutions for keto beginners. In episode 255, Matt Gallant is taking over the show to talk about maximizing keto results to burn fat, build muscle, and optimize health. So we're looking forward to seeing you then, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.